Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. So, I'm listening to this. Are you, what kind of case you catch? Uh, they charged me with uh, false imprisonment with a deadly weapon. And what the yeah, it's ridiculous, nigga. I'm beating your ass beat. No, I didn't beat anybody. Uh, my son. No, I said you need your ass beat. Why? Wow, what did I do? To even get caught up in a situation like that. No, okay, see now, no, now let me explain. But let me finish. Uh, and okay. that's not what I mean by put yourself in a situation. See, the way to move through life is you got to see shit before it happens. And whatever you did. Whether you're innocent or not, you put yourself too close to the situation. That's what I mean. I hear that. That's your charge. Now you got to fight to prove that it wasn't. And it was a female. Baby mama? No. It's <laughs> a stranger. Okay, explain so this, listen, Joe. I'm telling you, this is some shit. So, um,. It's not my baby mama. It's not any relation to me. I don't know the lady. I met her. So, like, again, I'm a Marine, and I look at myself as an ambassador of Oakland, of my black skin, and um, all the accomplishments I've done. And this lady was having a terrible day. And so, again, I live in Oakland. Oakland got nothing but crackheads and all kinds of ridiculous shit. That's fine. It's Oakland. I expect it. When I moved down to Vegas, the first spot that my wife got, was called the Mesa Verde, and the Mesa Verde is the green table in, like, Mayan, and that was the same name of the the naval ship that I served on in 2010. But, again, I had my son in the car. I was just stopping at a gas station, and I got a carry concealed weapons permit, and I keep a piece on me because I'm a diplomatic agent in a sense. I worked mm-hmm. for the Department of State and uh, Department of Defense for 18 years. Okay. Um, even more than that, because I started when I was 12 doing sea cadets in junior ROTC. But so I'm in Vegas, and I have issues with my wife because my dad died, and there were more pictures in the memorial of my ex-wife and first daughter than it was of her, so she was pissed, and I couldn't explain anything. Plus, she didn't know who her real dad was, so that was another bomb that went off. So I'm like, you know, fuck this shit, I'm out, because I know I'm valuable, and you don't think I, you know, whatever. So I went and got an apartment. I was like, but you know, we, you know, I'm raising my son, and it was all good. I had 22 page marriage separation proposal, all mm-hmm. shit written out, agreed, agreed, all through email, and I'm just living my life, doing my thing with my son, and I'm a veteran. I got 100 percent disability. I don't have to go to to work or nothing, but I did have a job at Cosmopolitan in accounts receivable because I said if I'm gonna raise my son, then I gotta I gotta show him what it's like. I gotta go to work every day. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that, and I just and I, in the place that I moved, I moved from North Las Vegas where she was at, over to um to to Vegas, where uh, like next to Henderson. Okay. And it it wasn't no, you know, no junkies around where I was at. I had I had been there for about two and a half months, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I picked a great area. My son's in a great school. It's right down the street from the apartment. I'm pissed off that I'm in an apartment, but again. It ain't that's irrelevant because I right, get a right. house whenever the fuck I need the house. Right. I'm just trying to maintain and manage. 
and I did that. And so out of nowhere, I'm stomping in at the gas station. I always go to to get some, like, Coca-Cola or some uh, sunflower seeds, and I just see this broken-down bitch. And the uh, attendance is yelling at her, and I'm like, oh, man. So, again, I feel like I'm the shit like you, but I'm just don't nobody know me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not famous, but I got a Benz. I had an S500 was what I was in, and I had, like, 40 motherfuckers in the last 10 years. So in my mind, I'm on a whole other level than any of these niggas around here. So mm-hmm. when I seen this shit, if I was in Oakland and I seen a bitch, I'd have walked right past the bitch. But I was in Vegas, and I'm in a world storm in my life, and I'm like, all right, well, God put this motherfucker in front of you to help. And you always talk about how you help a motherfucker, you got to help a bitch out. Well, here's a real motherfucker in front of you. Stop talking all this shit on Facebook and on the Internet and help it. So I'm like, hey, man, this is the car. It's cold outside. Talk to me. What's going on with you? And she started telling me everything that's going on with her. Now, what I think happened is the fucking white attendants in the thing had already called the cops on the bitch. And when they got there, they was like, she in my car. And I'm like, which is true. But then the cops, like, uh, asked me all the questions, like, you got any weapons in the car? I'm like, hold up. I know where this is going because I have a carry concealed permit that authorizes me to have a weapon. So ain't, ain't nothing in here. Like, I don't even know who called the cops in a real way. And the, the, the shit that was written is not the victim statement. It's not a witness statement. It's only what the white cop wrote. Okay. So I told the PhD lady in my evaluation, I said, bitch, I'm in my moment right now. And I know Khalid Browder had to spend three years in fucking jail on Rikers Island for some Mexican nigga saying he stole his backpack. Well, I'm a different type nigga. I don't got the steal. I got shit. All my shit is together. And the only thing I've done wrong in my life in a real way was just now start smoking weed uh-huh. in a real way uh-huh. because all my shit is together. So okay. again, it's like the shit's just going to take hella long, and I'm going through my little uh, evaluations and everything. But again, I've been planning for this moment all my life because I'm a nigga from Oakland and you know, I'm for what moment? Oakland, my first case. And the only reason I plan for this is because I always listen to you talk about how you got four cases. I'm like, damn, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Because I ain't hmm. had no cases. I ain't had four cases. What are you One of your stand-ups. It was the old, old, old one. The one that you have, are there any questions? You got the black hat on? Okay, yeah, like, probably had like, yeah, like, at that time in my life, like, yeah. You, it was just, and I, I think you was being facetious anyway, because again... No, 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 no. I was, I was I was, going through a lot during that time. But I was winning them motherfuckers left and right. But I'm going to let you finish I, your story. Go ahead. I hear you. Well, that's, that's really it. That's really it. Um, I'm going, I'm fighting the case. Oh, and the reason why it's legit or... It's like, I, I'm, I, this is the third female who I divorced. And I call myself been doing my due diligence through trial and error. And I was looking at people when I was younger, right when I joined in the Marine Corps, thinking about how do I get the money. And I married the divorced uh, Tammy Bronner, who um, tried to brought, who mm-hmm. ended up getting fucked over by a nigga from Family Matters. They got a daughter together. And then my daughter's mom, who just wasn't a hustler. And then my current wife, who I have my son with. And so I feel like I've been looking for you know, love of my life, or, you know, woman, like you would say, you know, when you're ready to settle down and put the shit up, put it up. And so I've been trying to put the shit up, but she is just got trauma in her life. And that shit is on me because she got two daughters with two other niggas. Both the niggas, by the way, look like me. 
Mm-hmm. But they ain't doing what I'm doing because all without adopting the other two, I still claim the other two. So they all get to go to school for free on me. Mm-hmm. And then with this, uh, then I'm, I just submitted my shit for Social Security disability, which I qualify for, and. 50% of whatever I get, each kid get a check cut. So in a real way, I just gave my niggas, my, my kids, my allowance. Gov- I'm the government <laughs> in a real way. Mm-hmm. It comes to my family and right. making sure that my they got money in their pocket, the kids, and the ability to go to fuck the college. If that's mm-hmm. what and the mom, I like to say, she knows she's a great baby mother, a terrible fucking wife, because she don't understand the difference. She's a great fucking mother. Ambitious. Finally just hit the fucking glass ceiling, making over 100K. And it's, I made that shit in 2012. So I've been flew past the fucking 100 grand scene, and she just now getting to the fucking team. And I'm like, okay, well, good job. You know what I mean? I want you to succeed because you're the only one that fucked with me enough to take my name. And now now you're reaping the reward of the benefits of a Thompson name. But she never, she never knew on mm-hmm. pain in a real way because that was her real last name. And what I mean by that is, she's the last baby from her mom. Her parent, her mom, and all the family members mm-hmm. sounds like you. She wanted mm-hmm. white and deep. So mm-hmm. she was like, "You fucking the milkman." So that's why mm-hmm. she had trauma all her life, but, and it didn't come out until I kept poking the fucking bear. Her mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm like, you're not gonna be, I'm not gonna be married. To my wife and she be in trauma because you mm-hmm. know and don't want to be honest about it. Period. Like right. I can't do this because I wasn't raised like that, and my my dad wasn't like that. My dad was forty three when he had me and my twin, and mm-hmm. my was thirty six. So a real nigga came in and raised us. Not no nigga who's trying to get their shit together right like me at my right. age. He's already been through the bullshit in his forties, well adapted. I mean, he when he ended. He was the manager of the city, uh, the payroll for the city of Oakland. He yes, the that created the fucking um, direct deposit for okay. the, the police, the fire department, the whole city. So um, I, I, I've been raised different uh, in a real way. And and I like to say I came from white privilege, even though I lived in the hood, because my grandmother was white. And mm-hmm. just the ideology and my trauma as the baby boy of the family feeling neglected and mistreated by the only white in the family. I mm-hmm. had nothing to prove every time I left the fucking house. Mm-hmm. My dad so you black and white? Yeah. Okay. Three quarter black and a quarter white. Uh-huh. Um, and and my dad would hate me and my hoodies and shit like that because, you know, a nigga in a hoodie is a criminal. So he didn't like it. But I'm like, Dad, I, I'm in Oakland. I got to – listen, you took me – you put me in all white elementary school all the way up to uh, sixth grade and then – Throw me into an all nigga school, seventh and eighth, and taught mm-hmm. me to swim. So nigga, I figured it out. I changed my whole clothes, my attire, everything just to fit in with these niggas I don't know. And then found a couple that was cool, and then went on a tech or whatever, and just started doing my own thing, trying to get into the Marines. Right. Uh, so again, the case is bullshit, and I just gotta wait for these idiots around me to figure that shit out. And I've been doing nothing but taking care of myself the right way and documenting my entire fucking life for the one time that I know I'm going to catch a case. There's no way in hell a nigga from Oakland can live at least to my age, to, to this age, looking like me, and not mm-hmm. have already been had a case. 
Yeah. Especially with the way I talk. Mm-hmm. So now, let me ask you a question. I need you to be honest with me. Yeah, what's up? You got to be honest. You can't lie to me now because I already know the truth. What's my name? Bobby Thompson. I'm, okay. You don't know that yet. I'll tell you. So, Bobby, what kind of drugs you on? Weed. What else? That's it. And I, Bobby? I don't even know if I'm on it right now. Bobby, what else are you on? Nothing. Oh, chewing tobacco? I you're, not, you're not being honest, Bob. I'm being everything honest. You. <laughs> so you only thing you on is weed? Yeah, if I'm even on that. You're not, right on, now, no, you're not, you're not on no medication, medical? No. Medical prescription? No, this has been me all my life, and that's why I gave you references. The reason why I asked that question is because okay. of your speech pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Your speech pattern. So most people think you're a lie, don't they? All the, all the time, because I talk too mm-hmm. fucking fast. I got too much to say. Mm-hmm. That's you're why I'm just talking to you. I need help. Sure to figure that part out. Yeah, but you got to be honest about the drugs thing, because there's something in your system. You I don't know what it is. I'm telling Listen you, to me. It ain't nothing. Okay. Look, I'm telling you. I know. Listen. Well, here's the thing. I'm excited right now because you're a celebrity to me. So you got to recognize I got anxiety. I mean, I've never thought I'd be having a conversation with a real nigga that I believe mm-hmm. rests me. And knowing that you got a lot of, you don't have a lot of time. I don't know how long this conversation gonna go. Here's my other know, question: Why do you get a divorce from like, the other three women? Well, so the first one, the first one was like a contract. It was like I was vividly and dabbling trying to, because I didn't want to have kids in the Marine Corps because mm-hmm. I, I knew how that could go. And women can take control of a man. All they got to do is talk to their boss, and then it's over. So I didn't want that. But um, when I left recruiting duty, recruiting duty in 2000. But just before I went to go protect Obama in 08, mm-hmm. uh, I linked up with a chick that I always wanted to knock, which was Okay, but pause a second. Pause, pause. Why did you get a divorce? Well, because I didn't think she was really down for me. I didn't think she didn't. I don't think she, everybody thinks they better than me and that I'm hella done. And so, and, and based off my looks, because I, I look good, I'm a pretty light-skinned nigga, mm-hmm. I take that shit into consideration. And even with my wife, I think my wife thinks she's better than me. And that's fine. As long as she wins, I don't really have a problem with that. Because I was just looking for somebody that was down for me, and, and I did. I found that. Because okay. my daughter's mom wasn't down for so me. So when you got married, you moved in with her? No. The first wife? I mean, no, I never, lived with, I never lived with her. It was literally just on paper. Okay. So y'all never lived together, though? Uh-uh. It was over okay. like three months. Okay, also, oh, you got an annulment. Yeah. Okay, second marriage, what happened? Um, with my high school sweetheart, which I dated for like 10 years, mm-hmm. uh, in high school and into the Marine Corps, and was just having problems, and I just didn't feel like she was a go-getter, and I married, and then I married her in, I think it was uh, 2010, marriage didn't last but six months, if that, because right before I actually, we had a ceremony and everything, I was on a deployment on the Mesa Verde, and mm-hmm. she was like, and I, I said, Bobby, don't, you, you know, you always jealous, just be cool, try to trust this bitch, and, and get over to the next curve. 
and then I never answer if she was cheating or whatever, and I come back 10 days after I done paid for everything, she want to have a conscience and tell me she was cheating on me with this nigga the whole fucking time. So then I had no choice. Haven't we talked before? Not like this. Okay, but me and you never talked before? I sent you a message on IG when I was, when I just started smoking weed, I was I was ranting, and I was going off. And I've been a nigga. When you said that, it just reminded me of. Uh, I thought I had a conversation with somebody like that before. That's why I asked the question. Okay, so this one was cheating on you. She had a conscience, yeah. but yeah. You, so, so did I you get married? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you married anyway? Well, yeah, because I asked Even my dad. Even if she told you, wait, 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 wait. So you're about to get married. A woman tells you she cheated on you before you got married, and you still marry her. Yes, let me explain. You need your I was in the Marine Corps, and at this time, I had already started collecting basic allowance for housing. It's extra money. Okay. On top of my base salary. Okay. So the fact that I had submitted the divorce paperwork on the first one, mm. I was just going to lose that money. Okay. Or keep the, you know, just put the paperwork in on her and then divorce her before I got out of the Marine Corps. That way I okay. didn't have to care about All right, so you had a strategy. Hell yeah, nigga, I ain't going to this shit blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and emotions had nothing to do with it. But right. I did help her out, and I uh, flew her out there to Palm Springs while I was in a training for, like, nine months and 29 Palms. And I was like, listen, if you fuck with me, you got to have your money right. All the shit that you would say, I would, mm-hmm. I would literally regurgitate everything. Everything you said, I probably said all of it mm-hmm. on a real way. And um, she got out there. She didn't have no EDD check coming. She didn't have shit. And I'm like, okay. God, you, you making me feel like you're my child. And I don't. I didn't marry. I'm here. I want. I'm looking for a teammate. I look at marriage as a business decision. That's Most right. That's right. It's your company. And if you ain't got no fucking company because you just thinking I'm about to help you be like fuck that. Mm-hmm. So I okay. I respect that. I mm-hmm. said, call her daddy. Come get this up. I'm, I'm not right. doing it. Not doing it. So I divorced her on my birthday. Well, in, on the month of my birthday. In, in okay. Mm-hmm. And left alone. And then that's where the shit got fucked up because dumbass nigga didn't find a new bitch. Um, went back and double dipped with the ex-wife who I'd already <laughs> not been fucking with for like two years. Uh-huh. Fucked around and got pregnant, which is my daughter who's six. Oh, so man. That was my fault. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you was out. You was out and you got pulled back in. Yeah, and and the and the crazy shit is the day before I moved. I mean, because this wife was complaining that I never took anywhere. Because at this time I was traveling to all these countries in the world, like thirty some countries. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I'll take you to Paris and, and uh, London because they're right next to each other. I can get two for one. And the night <laughs> before I was flying her out, my wife, who I'm married to now, because the divorce ain't finalized, came over. And if I had a, had a weak moment in that time and fucked her, my wife's first daughter would actually be mine. But mm, not, that's too much. That's too much. That's too much. What if stuff? But go ahead. You I know. I mean, like I'm, just, yeah. I'm just putting pieces together. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't think like that, dog. Oh, that could have been right. my daughter. That's corny. Okay. Hey. Go ahead. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, don't be saying that. Anything you say corny on this motherfucker, I'm gonna check. That. That's corny shit. <laughs> hey, check me all day. I ain't tripping. Uh. And then, so my daughter ended up being uh, born in 2014, and I quit okay. the contract because I was in Iraq making, like, I don't know, 200 something. 
and wanted to, because I, if I, I, my whole thing is if I had kids, I wanted to be home and be with them. It's like I love this, the little stats you say about, you know, kids and this and that. Like, oh, you know. Well. So here's my thing. And the reason I asked you about your kids' moms and your decision-making, your decision-making is fucked up. And let me say to you why. Because for you to go to that gas station, let a young lady sit in your car, and you ask her what's up. So a lot of things are going through my head. You saw either an opportunity to get some pussy, maybe she had some titties out, ass out, she was attractive. Okay, I'm just going down to the – I'm just giving these scenarios. I ain't had sex with anybody. You got to let me finish talking now. I'm giving you what I'm saying. So I'm saying to myself, either – a play, you thought you were going to get some ass or get some head. Whatever your reason was, I'm still trying to figure out why would you let a woman that you have no idea who the F she is get in your vehicle? Then, when the cops show up and whatever trans transpires after that, they say to you, false imprisonment, because unless this bitch is deaf, unless she has sign languages, unless she was unconscious and the bitch was in a coma for weeks, she had to tell the cop you held her against her will. For them to say, for them to charge you with false imprisonment. She had to tell them that because she's the one that's pressing the charge. Listen to what I'm saying. She had to say that. Now, it's the flip side of that. The cops still could be lying. The cops could have just been taking you through the motion because I do understand the motherfuckers will waste your time and fuck you over, especially in today's world. So now, do you have an attorney or public defender? Attorney. All right, so you do have an attorney. But now what has your attorney said? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just want to hear what your attorney said. Nothing. What do you mean he says nothing? So the first attorney that I had, which is Greg Knapp, this nigga might have died. I don't know. Uh, but I called him, never seen his face, never got an email from him, never mm-hmm. got a phone call from him, never heard from him, nothing. Only heard from his assistant. And uh, then. And you never gave him any money? Yeah, I gave him 1500 no, that motherfucker's on the hook with that retainer. You got me fucked up. Uh, yeah, but I know and, how those attorneys get, yo. Yeah, but, well, so this new one uh, called me a few months ago, said the dude who I had had a heart attack, and he taking it over, and and I don't have to pay shit. And I'm like, all right, roger that. So he just waiting did for you the Google, Did you Google him, though? Yeah, I heard him and the judge. The judge is, a, is, is sympathetic to veterans. So all I got to do is prove that I've been right this whole fucking time. Okay. And it will take me on my face value because that's another thing. I, I'm getting tired of motherfuckers assuming that I'm out here. Yeah, but the like, thing I is you don't know how to control right. this bitch. But you got to start. Like an average nigga. But see, here's the thing that you got going for you that's bad. You talk fast. You don't slow down to hear. So I always tell people who do this that I'm going to share with you. See, you listen to reply. You don't listen to comprehend. I want you to remember that. 
I need you to start listening to comprehend, meaning take that extra beat to hear what the person is saying instead of just talking rapidly so you can't understand what the person is telling you. Now with that, I don't know what your look is like. To me, you sound like you're on drugs, to me. And I could be wrong. I'm being honest. To what me, you sound like you're on drugs. I don't know. I'm not a fucking... I got the whole no I don't know. world on me. I mean, again, like... again, you're still talking when I'm talking. Sometimes you know, you know, everything that you hear, you don't always have to defend. It's just good to hear. Maybe it can help you, help you somewhere. <laughs> so to me... It's like you're on the drug. So what, I'm going to take that approach for, for a second, that you want something. So before you start going to see an attorney or anybody you got to look them face-to-face, start cleaning yourself up as much as you can. And the reason why you want to do that, because if I could hear this over the phone, I could just imagine how you look. I could just imagine how you look. So you got your presentation got to be on point, the way you look and the way you talk. And the first thing you got to practice starting today is start saying, so let me be a little extra quiet and hear what people have to say so that you can change their thought process about you. Because the fast talking, whether it's talking to a female whether it's talking to another gentleman, whether it's talking to a cop, whether it's talking to anybody, and you've heard this before, has always given you the bad light. And believe it or not, years ago, fam, I used to talk real fast. I used to talk really fast. And I have a, I have those moments every now and then. But I hated that people used to say they thought I was lying too. So what I did was I got brutal. Like, I'm not going to leave nothing in between for you to even think I'm lying. So I'm going to tell the truth so hard that you can't motherfucking make a mistake. I'm like, yeah, ain't no way you're going to think I was lying. Ain't no way you're going to think well, I thought something else. And do you have that same issue? But I wasn't on drugs. You're on something. You ain't telling me. Put you I, on something. Whether it's weed or it's high, I don't know. Unless it's your personality. I'm telling you. It's just weed. And right now. Are you on weed now? No. Like, I ain't even smoked all day. This is just who I am. Okay. And because so, you don't know but, me, you, you know. Right. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm just but, being, you know, and I could be wrong. I'm, I, I could, you know, I could both be wrong. Okay. And, and I respect that. But that's what I need you to do. And then you got to find a good attorney. Because even the worst attorney could put you in a bad situation. You feel me? Well, at this point, ain't no situation. Because the statute, well, like the length, the, whatever this crime, the charge is, yeah. the max is only a year. And, again, the DA has to prove okay. the charge to be true. And if right. I can prove and when did I did prove the kidnapping, because I got the 22-page separation proposal, that my wife agreed that I would have primary custody of the boy. So Pause for a second. Happens. Pause. So I know you said false imprisonment. So how do we get to holding, kidnapping, and holding the hostage? The whole thing is traumatic because they, my son was in the back seat because I have primary custody. Get and my wife went out. after the phone when I called 
Right, while the cops are there. Right. I said, hey, but, call okay, her. But pause a second. But, but why did you have to prove anything to the cops if the child was with you? They wanted to know if that was your kid? They looked at it the same way you looked at it, the same way everybody looked at it. And at the end of the day, I get it. Okay, no, no, no. And how am I looking at it? Profile. Well, thinking I'm on drugs, and I probably think I can get my dick sucked because it is fucking bitch. And this nigga's out of pocket because he got his son in the back. I mean, it okay. just looks bad. So now pause. Now pause. Now think of that. If I thought of that, the cops thought of that, your baby mama probably thought that. Everybody. Now listen to what I'm saying now. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Listen to it. Don't say nothing. You go pick up a woman regardless of someone you don't know. And your child is in the back seat. Are you kidding me? I think he's using the wrong Even Listen to what I'm saying. Even if you're right, your child is with you, fam. You know who I am? Like what I do? Like this is again. You talk about it. I'm a Marine that literally lives his life overseas in Iraq. I only what does it got? What that got to do with you having your baby in the back seat and you picking up a stranger? Picking up is the wrong word because nobody was there to pick her up. But you don't know this woman. Again. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm That's like driving down the street. Watch this. That's like, no, 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 no. No no disrespect. Okay. No disrespect. Especially you being from Oakland. Especially being black. I don't give a fuck if you was driving down the street and you saw someone in distress. And now you got caught up? Are you kidding me? That's why it's a tragedy. It's a, it's a motherfucking tragedy. It's a tragedy in this whole thing. Yeah, you're gonna. This is gonna be interesting to get out, fam. You're gonna have to really. I'm not. I'm not holding you guilty. I'm not saying none of that because I have been in situations in life that some things you can't explain and to the people like, yo, come on. But I, what you're saying to have, so I'm gonna give you the benefit of doubt there. But when you have your kid in the car. Is where I had the problem. Well, That's all I'm saying. I've recorded every conversation that I've had with every therapist. Right. Now, wait, wait, wait. So now you got a therapist involved, too. I now, why do you have a therapist? The VA. To put, so I'm fighting every, every, it's, I'm fighting so many different things that are not connected but are connected through. Okay, VA. so you go see a therapist because you've been in the service and there's some. Um, okay. Nope. Okay, um, now I understand. After mm-hmm. all this stuff happened, I reached out to VA for mental health right. because I was pissed off and I couldn't talk to anybody and I talked right. to them. I was overly emotional about everything. Okay. Right. But I can I, hear it. I can hear it. I spoke to them and I did eight sessions because I said, if y'all going to evaluate me, let me evaluate me first. Okay. So I'm going to let y'all ask me questions and I'm going to drink alcohol and smoke yes. weed. While I go through this whole process, because okay, I, understand. I have nothing to lose, right? I don't. We ain't no gateway for me. I'm. I'm. It's not. It's not a thing. It's not for me. Um, okay. It's never been something where I wanted it. I just want to make sure that 
um, people know that I'm a truth teller, nigga. I'm a Marine. I, I have a, a name to maintain. No, no, no. All that don't all that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. You gotta okay. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. So so here's the thing. So you are getting so you are getting help with your um distress or whatever that you're going through, which is cool. Now, they're not trying to take the keep the kid away from you or nothing, right? Yeah. They are? Yeah, like the judge won't even let me have FaceTime visitation with my son. And so what's so player about this situation in this regard is that I actually have been working on myself and my anger and how I respond and all that. But wait, wait, wait. They won't let you talk to your kid? So the no. so the baby mom is mad that you had the kid no. in a situation like that, right? She was. Yeah, she had to be because if she was understood, she still would let you, she wouldn't hold that against you. And say, hey, you still can see your kid. Yeah, I, I still can So basically, like, you got a lot to prove to a lot of people. God damn, boy, this is the. Whew. It, it is. I'm, yeah, I, I, this is why I wanted to reach out to you because I thought, I mean, if anybody would hear something in this. Right, right. I'm hearing it. I'm, I'm putting all right. the pieces. That's why I'm yeah. talking. I'm putting all the pieces together now. So you got a baby mama situation. Well, yeah, but I'm, I, I'm married to the baby mama who I want to read in court because, again, when I was working in Iraq and I re-linked up with her, now I knew her since I was 14, but I didn't really want to fuck with her in high school. But then I seen her. Okay, all that doesn't mean anything. Nope. Nope. Let's forget all that part. I don't have time for all that part. Oh. What I'm trying to do for you now is put these puzzles together, right? So oh. just let me figure something out real quick. So we got a baby mother who... With all of her reasons, your journey that y'all all have gone through, lies and honesty and cheating, and it's just like all that, et cetera. She doesn't trust. She has a trust issue. So she doesn't believe nothing that you say. Let's make sure we're clear. She don't believe nothing that you say. So that's baby mama. Right. Now we have you going also seeing a therapist. You have a therapist, but you're going to get help because you're trying to prove to everybody else that you're not crazy and that this therapist is going to help benefit you on so many levels from to show the baby mama, hey, I'm trying to do the right thing, to the judge and the prosecutor with having this document from a therapist, you also being a veteran, will have some type of weight in court. Mm-hmm. Then you have an attorney who you haven't seen yet who's just taking your money, which you're going to change that because you, you have to have chemistry with the attorney. Mm-hmm. Trust it for me. If you walk into um, a court and you don't have chemistry with your attorney and you guys are off, everybody knows that it's off. And you don't want, you don't want none of that to F up your situation. Then we got to get you in a situation to get everybody back together, which is going to be kind of complicated. Hold on a second, man. So we have a puzzle here, fam. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. It's definitely and it's a complicated puzzle. All right, so just how old is your son? Three. Three years old. How old is the daughter? Six. Six, okay. And how old are you? 36. Oh, this is good. This is good. And let me tell you why this is good, because you are a youngster, mm-hmm. you know, 
and you, you have a lot of time to get everything back in order. Mm-hmm. And see, the thing what people don't understand about life, see, we all get off track, right? We all get off track. The goal is, can you get back on track to achieve your purpose here while you're on this earth? So your goal that I want you to start doing, one, start working out, start going for walks. Believe it or not, walks and even a push-up, yo, a sit-up can change the way you feel, can make you feel better. And I don't know who your friends are, but I want you to start getting yourself a whole new group of friends. You need that. You need people around. I just, okay, that's even better. And, and my partner that I served in Iraq with, who calls Okay, me. Uh, now he doesn't, does, does he smoke or drink? You know, um, occasionally. I mean, I mean, he was he was more in, into the whole hood because he was in the 80s, in the East. Okay. And he was with Charles Crosby and them. So, I mean, I don't know if he do it now. You know, and I tried to explain it. Like, when y'all was young, y'all actually lived like the kids. I, I, I was focused on my business and making sure I could get to the bag the way I did. Right, right, right. Bad well, again, again, that's not what I'm dealing with. I don't want to get distracted. Right. So, so, okay, so you don't have no friends, which is cool, because sometimes not having friends is good and bad, unless you have somebody that you can truly talk to and um, that can motivate you. Right, and come over. So that's something that's important to you. So, um, you have this list, and you got to write it down. In my, I said I'm able to do it in my head, but I want you to put it on a piece of paper. All the things that mean you talk about one to five: baby mama, court case, two children. Um, you got a job, so you're cool. And then you want to put that. Oh, you're not working. I can't because of the charges. I mean, these are federal. I mean, on a federal level, this is you know a scary. So how you eating? Scary. I got a hundred percent disability, and I make four right. a month off rip. Okay, so you got money coming in and, and all that. Yeah. Now, okay, but yeah. now you saving? Are you stacking? Not right now because I'm fighting the world. But come April first, I am because I, I'm about to invest in this um, water. I'm about to start slanging water, that alkaline water. I okay, so you're going you're gonna start stacking. Right. That's the key. See, because like I said, you're 36, so you're young. You're not an old man. You feel me? See, I'm an old man. I'm an OG. Right. You're a young man. You're 36. <laughs> you got a lot of bullshit in your life for 36. <laughs> but we don't know. I always say you got to play the hand that you dealt. <laughs> See, what makes life complicated is people always trying to play someone else's hand. You got to play the hand that you're dealt, and these are your issues, these are your problems. So you're going to start stacking your money in April, mm-hmm. and then you're going to handle one thing at a time, and then you're going to scratch it up the list. Your, your relationship will probably never be right with your kid's mom. And here's the thing, unless I don't know your heart for her, I don't know if you want to continue being with her, I don't know. But what you have to do is get you a... Me, if it was me, I'd get a whole new squad. New bitch, new set of kids, all that. <laughs> no, I'm for real. Like, I don't play. I, I've been thinking about it. I've been 
I'm yeah, but far. but you're not together yet. Right. No, so I'm for the next two or three years, you got to work on you before you even approach a female. Now you might you have to get some ass somewhere because you're gonna want to fuck because you're young, you're a young kid. You know what I'm saying? So um, you can date but not make a commitment. You gotta wear condoms. So you don't get nobody fucking pregnant. So you don't put yourself in another crisis. Mm-hmm. So what you got to do is stack and beat the case. Okay. Once you beat the case, then all you can do from a distance is be a good person to your children. If the baby mama don't want you to see the kid, I want you to be strong enough to say to yourself, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to start no problems. Okay, she's just giving me more time to work on me. So then you're going to work on you. You're going to continue working on you. You'll continue working on you. Stacking, stacking, getting your money up, getting your life together, and you got to give yourself a plan. So hopefully around 41, 42. Now, I'm not saying disappear from your children. I'm saying check in twice a month. Send a card. Send a card. Text messages is bullshit. Send a card that you know you're thinking of your son and all that kind of stuff. I typically you know? send flowers on Sundays to the house. Yeah, the but house. you you don't have no weight right now. That's bullshit to them. Trust me. No, actually, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I, you read somebody's email, but in, in my regard, it's, it's different. My my son loves me. Um, the the wife works a but lot. they're six and three. They don't really understand. Is what I'm trying to tell you. They 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 don't understand that at six and three years old. No, no, no. That's true. I get that. I'm yeah. So save your money. Just send a card. That way you can save some money. Send a card, and the, the, you're gonna have problems with the baby's mamas, and you know that already. They don't. They don't love you. They don't respect you, or whatever. And that's. And this is to me. That's okay. That's the great thing about the comeback. The setback is more. The setback. How do I used to say this. The setback makes the comeback that much stronger. So your whole life now is to get back on your feet as an intelligent man. You know, so in your conversation. You're going to get your shit together. And one day when you have someone to teach and be an OG to or mentor, you could say to them, oh, yeah, when I was young, I had quite this case, and I had problems with the baby mama and doing this and all that, and I got on my feet. And you're going to inspire someone to change as well. And that's going to be your, your tribute to the world, your tribute to people. So it starts today, and you take your time, and you listen to what I say, and you'll always have this as a reference to come back and listen to when you forget a certain word, when you feel like you lack in motivation, you'll be able to hear it and understand what you have to do and continue doing to be the best man you can be. And you can do it, yo. I'm telling you, you're 36. You got the man. I'm not saying it's gonna be a layup, but the odds are in your favor. Yeah, I, the odds are in your favor. I agree with you more. 
And I got a plan right now that sits at three years. Say it again. I have a plan right now that sits at three years, 2024, 2025. Mm-hmm. So like 39, 40 is when I okay. plan to see where you talk about I need to. Right. Now we have to throw, I would be a fool not to talk about it. You got to think about the setback if your ass should go to jail. Okay. Okay. See, so some people don't want to see. But it's always good to go to court thinking you can get locked up. And the reason why you want to think that you can get locked up because if it doesn't happen, it's a good feeling. If you go in cocky and confident that it ain't going to happen, and you're not prepared for the worst, and you get caught slipping. That's a bad feeling, yo. That's a bad feeling. I never went to court, and I went to court a lot. Never did I go in thinking nothing was going to happen. Even though I always won, I never went in thinking that I can't walk out of this motherfucker. So I always went in in thinking that they can keep me. So that's all you... So that's... Yeah, so that's all you got to do. You got to find the right attorney. You start the day and get in your mind right. You start the day and slowing down your conversation. It's not going to happen overnight. Let's make sure we're clear. So it's not going to happen overnight. So don't panic and like, oh, you know, TK told me no. It takes time. But as long as you're mentally conscious of it, it'll start going the way you want. So when you see yourself talking fast, like say to yourself, okay, let me slow down. If you see yourself getting um, just getting too far out there, take yourself to, to say to yourself, slow down and let me hear what these people are saying so I can truly comprehend because silence is power. I want you to remember that. When you're quiet, you don't say too much. And when you do speak, it has so much momentum. And that's what you want. And whatever your look is, however you're looking, you make sure that you try to look better. That's why you want to start going for your walks, drinking a lot of water, eating a lot of fruit, and get rid of the weed, yo. The weed has also been another... Yeah, un- unless you're smoking with a woman and you're kicking it and you're having a good time, it got to be so. You got to use weed as some player shit. It got to be where you're kicking it, champagne, and all that kind of good stuff. But right now, I don't even want you focusing on women. I, I, the, reason, the reason why I don't want you focusing on women, you got too much going on. You can't make nobody happy. 100%. Yeah, you can't make nobody happy. You're just gonna all you're gonna do is meet somebody and complain to them all the fucking problems you got. And I, my, I'm, nah, <laughs> I don't talk to nobody. No, but I'm saying if you did meet somebody, right? <laughs> that's what. Oh, that's that. This, this thing, mama, goddamn, this bitch right here, my fucking attorney, and the bitch was in the gas station. I have a kid in the car. Now I got a 22 page documentation. Don't know, bitch, you want to you know, that shit. <laughs> that shit I was like, months ago. <laughs> oh, my God, yo. So, listen, I need you. I want you to stay in touch with me on this one. This is going. This is special right here. 
You, you can't call me all the time because I'm a. This is the reason I'm, not, I'm, I'm a busy. I got my own shit. I, I got kids I in college. You know, I got businesses I run. But I promise you, I have a moment. I'll take the time out to reach to you. But first, you got to start doing these little things that I'm telling you. And you do this. You, I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but the goal and the beauty of it is to start. I got you. That's the battle once you start starting, and that's the key. You feel me? Yep. That's the key. Okay. I got to do some couple of announcements real quick. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkman Podcast. Uh, I want to show mad love to everybody from Australia to China to Germany, to the streets of Oakland, California, Los Angeles, Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, April 8th through the 11th, check me out at the Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia. Um, Just go to my bio at TK underscore Kirkland and hit the link or just go to the Helium Comedy Club website to get your tickets. You already know how Philly is. We're going to sell that motherfucker out. Is that going to be a problem? Also, get your hoodies, your Who Raised Your Hoodies, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's almost getting um, warm outside, so get them now. They're about to go on sale and get them so that way we're going to start dropping the Who Raised Your T-shirts for the summer. Um, over these last couple of weeks, uh, April 15th is the deadline for taxes. I want you all to mess with the, the greatest tax company in the world to me, AccuTax Pros. Um, you can Google them. They're out of Atlanta, Georgia, um, four or five females from Ohio State University who is really taking the tax business by storm. Um, hey, what can I tell you? This is going to be uh, a great year for everybody. And to everyone, live your life to the fullest and may your pain be champagne. And fam, you do those little things first. You've got to take baby steps. But with the thing like I, what I like for you is you're 36 years old, and you can do it. And remember, this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. So don't try to get everything done in a year or two years. And as, long as, you, as long as you change and become a better person 1% a day, in a year you'll be 365. Don't rush it. Take your time. No more children. Focus. Stay disciplined because that's the key, discipline. No more picking bitches up at the gas station. (laughs) (laughs) Because no matter how you slice that one, it doesn't sound right to whoever. If anybody got common sense, it don't sound right. I know you laughing, but it it sounds crazy in the motherfucker. No more picking bitches at the gas station, dog. This is a learning experience, so you don't never do that. You see a bitch on the gas station, keep driving by. And she say, help. Like, nah, bitch, too late. (laughs) I'll pick up my quota of bitches at the gas station. And leave the bitches at the gas station alone, especially with your kid in the car. I'm quite sure there's more to that story, but only you and God knows the truth. And all you can do from here is really try to become a better man. All right? Yeah. Wish you the best. You got a family. All right. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information 
about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.